I was going to say that I guess Ainsley Maitland-Niles is fully behind uh, his his thoughts uh, and is looking forward to getting a go at, at playing for him again. It's absolutely terrible, isn't it, what happened there? I've, I've never seen anything like that before. But to be honest, uh, I, I, saw, I saw your your blog, obviously, about that, or what your, your thoughts. Mm. Uh, and I think he, he's completely right to say something. <laughs> he's at a team where he feels the manager does not trust him or doesn't want to play him. Uh, or doesn't feel like it, the, he, uh, he's getting the best out of him. I think he's allowed to say it uh, if if he's not going to plan with him anyways. Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess it comes down to you know what social what part does social media have in football, and is it an actual outlet, you know, official outlet for players? Like because I'm pretty sure that there's agreements and there's you know stuff written into. Con- I mean, there must be. If there isn't. I mean, this is this is a big wake-up call for clubs because it really does weaken the brand of the club, the strength of the club as well. And also, <clears throat> I think in a <clears throat> in a sorry in a, in a transfer market where everyone's looking, does that reduce Ainsley Maitland-Niles' value in the in the eyes of a buying club? I think it does. I think it crashes his value completely. It does, but the same happens if he just doesn't play. True. Because then they all, the Arsenal don't want him. And and in that moment, it's difficult to say uh, if, if Arsenal uh, are the power or, or if Maitland-Niles is. Uh, but at the end of the day, he didn't trash the club. He didn't say that they're shit or anything. He just said, I, I want to play somewhere where I'm wanted. And, and he he's a young them. Man. And he tagged and he, them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he's right. Uh, and I think he actually did it in a kind of respectful way. He didn't say, oh, Arteta is shit or uh, I, I don't like Arsenal. There are players who behave like that. But he just said, I want to be somewhere where I'm wanted. He didn't, really, he? Yeah, he didn't really need to say that that Arsenal was shit because reading well, we between all the lines. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Everyone knows. <laughs> but you know what? Who wants you, to play football and she feels yeah. like she wants it. And the, the best way to do it is then, okay, then just let me go. Yeah, true. Yeah, I do agree. I think, but he's obviously been pushed to that point. You yeah. Know, he's, it is a complete breakdown in communication between the player and the, and the manager, which is not healthy. And um, I do think that Arteta has shown this kind of behavior over time, you know, freezing out... Um, Mesut Ozil the way he did he did the same thing with Guendouzi um, I think Lorene as well right? as well yeah yeah exactly mm. that as well it's the it's project well it's a really and this, good and this is but this is still like like you said before like it's it's devaluating the, the players and it's like pretty much burning money because if you like behave like this with the players you have were quite a high market value you could sell them for a couple of millions to to some clubs, and if you like behave um, like this or like don't like bring them to squad and everything, then you destroy the value and you destroy money, in my opinion. And it's not good for the club in the end. Did you read the article? I've, I don't know where I read it, but apparently Arsenal overpaid fifty million this transfer window. Yes, but I, I mean they mostly bought players from Premier League, right? So this is not too... Not, I'm not worrying too much about this, but yeah, of course, for the players they got, they definitely spent too much money. 
I agree totally. I think, um, but I just, I just think that that's what happens when your, when your brand is, is reducing. I just think that's what, what happens. And I think Arsenal wanted these, one thing they've played a, they paid a premium on potential. Definitely. And, and two, I just, I just think Arsenal have a track record of being, you know, pretty, pretty weak in negotiations. There was a story, I remember when we went for, for Joel Campbell, <laughs> the, the great Joel Campbell. And apparently, yeah, and apparently our, our sporting director went around, I don't know where it was, the island that he was anyway, and he couldn't find him. He wasn't answering his calls. He wasn't. <laughs> and then he finally got back to the UK and he finally found him. And then um, eventually we managed to sign him. But apparently he was wanting to see if there was any other business that his, his agent was trying to see if there's any other business that he could, he could drum up before he joined Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaks volumes about Arsenal these days. And that was like a few years ago. Exactly. So, you know, for me, that is just, you know, Arsenal's, Arsenal's like, you know, brand and power base, et cetera, has been reducing for years. Anyway, but it's a good point as well. And obviously the blog is on the website. If, you, um, if you're listening, you want to check it out.